0: This is a test. The New World Order is conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. If this had been an actual emergency, the signal you just heard would have been followed by the phrase... (laughs) Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order Broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, here comes the... Booyah! It's your boy, Joint. What's good, everybody? Joe, it's good to be back on this episode of the Nerd World Order Broadcast. A lot of things have been dropping. It seems like the streaming services have been keeping us alive in the world of nerddom. Over the past couple of months here, so we got a lot to get into. Uh, I'll let everybody know what I've been up to, and then you know you can go ahead and let us know what's going on with you lately. So, like I said, for me, life has been all about streaming. Uh, by the way, everybody, Joe's beard. In case you're trying to keep up, uh, he's probably at about I'm gonna say eighty yeah. percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's at about eighty percent. Like it's really thick on the bottom and then you can see where it's loading up on top it's pretty nice i dig it i personally cannot grow facial hair uh it's it's been a lifelong struggle for me so i am living through joe at this point (laughs) in my life uh yeah so uh let's jump back on to what i've been up to so i've just been watching a lot of streaming movies uh some of them have just been really bad Others have been pretty good. Uh, I I subscribe to just about every streaming service that there is now. Like I said, some are good, some are bad. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details right now. Other than that, I haven't even really been reading comic books lately. Work has been pretty busy. Uh, I actually work in the air filtration industry, which means that, uh, you know, if you look up at the ceiling and you see those filters that are in some way, you know, making your air cleaner—I probably touched those in some way or had something to do with that. So, that's really been the excitement in my life. I guess it hasn't been that exciting. Thanks for pointing it out. Actually, it hasn't been that exciting lately. Uh, Merry <laughs> Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, hope you all have a magnificent 2021. It's been a while since we all got to sit down and and hang out with all of you. But yeah, Christmas, New Year uh i have a trip planned actually tomorrow i'm heading out to puerto vallarta that was my spanish accent horrible i know (laughs) i apologize to all of my (laughs) spanish-speaking compadres that was my spanish accent yeah i'm heading out to puerto vallarta i won't be doing anything nerdy out there just hanging out on the beach uh joe what's up with you my brother uh you know
1: pretty much the same thing uh to piggyback what you said uh hope everybody had a a nice Christmas, uh, a new year 2020 was kind of uh disturbing and sad moments, and the only thing you could do is uh, hope things get better, and things will get better. It was so bad, so welcome 2021. Same thing I did as you. Did a bunch of streaming. I haven't collected comic books in a hot minute like yourself. Been working a lot, as you know. Alan, I work for UPS, so. We're constantly delivering all the time there was no time off during the whole time which very fortunate Because you know some people don't have the opportunity to keep a job in 2020 because it was tough or 2021 just because of this whole covid thing but you know right now we're delivering vaccines no i have not got my vaccine yet but i know you did get yours he hasn't turned into a zombie yet so i hadn't had to kill my best friend yet so <laughs> everything works out fine
0: it's funny i actually streamed a movie yesterday it was called Infection. I think that was the name of the movie, where yeah. people had COVID, and then they were taking drugs at the same time, and they turned <laughs> into zombies.
1: Although I think, I, although I think, like, Shaun of the Dead, dude, I don't think I would kill you. I would keep you with a chain up in the backyard. So, <laughs> I <can see. laughs>
0: so I hear one of the things that you streamed, even though you didn't tell me, was uh, Cobra Kai. So tell me what's going on with that Cobra Kai.
1: Yes, sir. So, like, the last podcast we were talking about, we pretty much said exactly what they had no choice. But, but to make the series about was to create Ralph Macchio's character, become, you know, the bad character. Johnny, from his point of view, making him the good guy. And we weren't going to watch it because of that reason right there. But let me tell you, I was like, you know what, dude? It's one of those days where nothing's on, nothing's good streaming. you like, let me check it out. What's dope about it and which I like a lot of the Netflix series and uh, Disney is a 30-minute episodes. So they can have 10 episodes. It's basically five episodes. So you can freaking binge, binge watch the whole thing fast. And that's exactly what I did. And it was really good, dude. It, it Even though it's predictable on how it's going to be, the way they did it was so good, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. And they do a lot of cameos from, you know, like previous Karate Kid movies, which I thought is dope. And the way they did it, it's not forced upon you. It comes in at the right time, so it flows naturally. Because, you know, like you and I both hate when you're throwing stuff in our face. You're like, come on, man. You you know, there's got to be what you call lazy writing, right? Lazy yes. writing, bro. Come on, man. But the way they do it flows so nicely, and that's probably why Leon watches it without you.
0: You know, season three came out last week, and I'd walk in, and I just said, this looks cheesy. But she binge watched it all in one day, so... Yeah, I, that'll just be the thing that you guys continue to watch. And it's like Walking Dead for me. You'll never watch Walking Dead. But, you know, I love me some Walking Dead, no matter what version they have running. So, same thing. Yeah,
1: I watched I watch some, watch some Walking Dead.
0: Okay. Okay. So, you're going to get back on it? New season starts soon? <laughs> Maybe. My son was really
1: into it. Nice. But, you know, like, I don't know, dude. They killed off the Asian dude, so.
0: <laughs> they killed off the... Yeah, they did kill off the... I think did. that was
1: the last time I watched it was right there because my son was really about it, so we'd watch it every... I think it was Sunday, right? Every yeah, Sunday? Yeah, every Sunday, yeah. And then when that happened, he was like, eh, that was like one
0: of his favorite characters, so... Glenn was pretty cool. I agree. But they're doing some good stuff, man. I always tell you, you should check it out, uh, Walking Dead. I also watched The Stand. Uh, it's a CBS all-access show. It's uh, it's based on the Stephen King novel. Uh, back in the 80s, oh. they came- the movie right Right. yes they came out with a mini series back in the 80s Mm -hmm. i'm not enjoying it so far maybe i'll get into it so far what made me think of it is the lazy writing and it's (laughs) like stephen king is like an icon of writing but the Mm -hmm. writing on this show is just hot garbage everything feels forced i'm into the second episode and Hopefully it gets better. I've committed to keep watching it because, you know, the wife and I like to watch some stuff together. So I'll go a few more episodes, maybe check back in, let, let you guys know how that is. Speaking of Cobra Kai, I almost forgot. Uh, Nerd World Order, imnwo.com. You can actually find some Nerd World Order Cobra Kai t-shirts at www.imnwo.com. A lot of members of the... 23,000 strong nerd world order community facebook uh, on facebook are huge cobra kai fans so i wanted to make sure y'all had the opportunity to rock some cobra kai gear directly from the nerd world order so you can go ahead and check that out over there at www.imwo.com if you don't like that t-shirts uh keychains stickers Whatever you're looking for, if it's nerder, nerdy, you can find it there. So check out those new Cobra Kai shirts. Did you ever get around to watching WandaVision? Yes, I did. Okay. Like I, the, the first, like, I
1: don't know if it was because I was tired, but I, like, watched the first maybe 10 minutes, and I was like, "Bruh, I'm not even a fan of I Love You Lucy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, I got to watch this. Even though I know – it's the house of M, and that's why they're doing it. I was like, I probably was tired, so I took your advice and just rewatched it again. Finished where I left off, and season two or episode two did get better.
0: So, you know, you weren't tired, bro. See, here's the thing maybe you were tired because you work like 15, 20 hours a day. <laughs> but regardless of that, that first episode was boring. Every Marvel fan, every MCU fan across the entire planet sat through that first episode and said i'm loyal af yep. So i'm gonna give this second episode a try because the first episode was boring when i got them <laughs> watching it i looked over at my wife and i said it'll get better yeah. on the episode two see Dude, that's what marvel gives you bro because if dc did that bro
1: You wouldn't even have finished it and looked at your wife, Leanne, and was like, yo, it's going to get better. See, that's what Marvel gives you. Marvel gives you, like, you know, it's got to get better because it will get better. DC,
0: nope, not so much. There were so many things that once I watched that, like, the first episode was like, meh. But then the second episode, there were so many little things that they did. I was like, oh, they're going somewhere with this. So what what'd you think of that second episode?
1: I thought the second episode was better, and it leads you to the direction of where they're going. You know, a lot of of Easter eggs, but you know, just the way it ended, I was like, okay, 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 I see you, Marv. I see you, I see you. I'm on board. I'm on board. First one though, you know, and I wonder, like, because you know, they come out with one episode a week, and I and I, and I, I bet you they were probably thinking like, this first episode is gonna throw people off, like myself and you and everybody else that are so used to the action packed Marvel, like just from the get go. And they were like, "We need to do another one just so they can keep watching." It. And okay, okay, I see where they're going with it. You know what I mean? And and be, and, and to let the audience know, "Hey, just wait, is, we're building up to something." You know, we're, it's not going to be this slow. You know, so that's what I thought.
0: You're so right about that. That's what I was thinking too. Is that. That first episode by itself would have left people. I think a lot of people would have dropped off. But the second episode gave us just enough mystery and just enough nuance in order to keep everybody engaged. I was looking at the two characters, Wanda and Vision. I've never been a fan of either one, uh, but I like the I like the actor uh, Paul Bethany. He did a great job. Elizabeth Olsen. I don't know what else she's been in and I know perhaps I'll lose some nerd cred for that. I don't know what else she's been in, but I think she does a really good job. And I thought they, you know, they are able to carry the comedic aspect necessary in this show, Mm -hmm. but you can also see that when Elizabeth Olsen needs to turn it on and like have that intensity, she's going to do that, you know? So it's going to be good. Right. I mean, the acting,
1: the acting was really good, man. Yeah. And, And then not to mention like, Endgame, game pretty much when you got to see her true power come out that's when you become mm-hmm. a fan of scarlet witch you're like all right all right i see you i see you. because you know like as far before that point where they were using her she wasn't really anything really right right and, and then at the end game we're like all right that's what i'm talking about I, that's a that's a good job on marvel i think marvel oh, yeah. since that
0: i have never been a fan of the op that is scarlet witch because she can manipulate realities but they never dealt with that in the MCU. They made it look like she had like telekinesis. Mm-hmm. But now they're starting to move more into the idea that she's manipulating realities. I don't think that's a spoiler, but now they're moving into that. And my perspective is everyone feels like Captain Marvel is the most powerful member of the Avengers or the most powerful uh, character in the MCU. I think that Scarlet Witch is most powerful because she just moves stuff where she wants to with her mind. Mm-hmm. she just manipulates reality wherever she wants it to go. Mm-hmm. I think maybe she she didn't re- she's learning how powerful she is mm-hmm. because I feel like in the first episode there were a lot of times where stuff was going down and I was like, why doesn't she just do this? Right, but in right. the second episode, it seemed like both her and vision had more abilities. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like as these episodes mature, both of them are going to start to get more powerful.
1: Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think to piggyback on what you said, like before it looked like all she had was telekinesis, where she just move objects and stuff. And I think the reason why they're going back to where she was in the comics with the reality thing is to transition the X-Men coming in, the multiverse, which is perfect for what she's doing. And I think you you have to wonder if, Sony doesn't sign that extra contract with Spider-Man, you know, have Spider-Man conjoins with Marvel. And if they don't buy Fox for the X-Men, does she still stay telekinetic? You know what I mean? It doesn't have the reality powers. And I think that's why there's that sudden shift. And they're doing it pretty smoothly. You know, I mean, only us, you know, comic book nerds and I'm sure there's other comic book nerds would question that. But, you know, like the average fan that just watches the movies, you know, they won't catch something like that, I
0: don't think. It's really interesting, because to your point, as I was watching and analyzing the show, I had to ask myself, did they take a look at all the characters that they've already introduced? And add said, how do we bridge the gap into the Fantastic Four universe, into the X-Men universe? Mm -hmm. And... I think they're doing a good job. You know, they took what they had and they're putting it together, and they're doing a really good job with it. Yeah, I think I think they
1: are as well. I mean, they're yeah, Kevin Feige, man. I guess like the Michael Jordan of like these movies, man. To be honest, he's the goat, man. He, you could tell he there's a process where he thinks what will work and won't, what won't work. And I think I think he's good, man. I mean, if DC uh, had that dude, it'd be <laughs> it'd be totally different. I think. I mean, granted the actors do make it, but who picks the actors? Kevin Feige.
0: You know, it's interesting. One of the things that people talked about online is one of the characters told Wanda that the devil is in the details. And that opened up all sorts of conversation related to, Oh, is Mephisto going to come be the main villain and everything like that. And there, there's just so many ways that this could go. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things that is rumored is that this transitions into Spider-Man 3. And Spider-Man 3 has already introduced a very interesting concept because Sword is in uh in WandaVision. They taught they have, have shown the sword logo or the sword symbol. Mm-hmm. Sword was also in Spider-Man 2. Yep. When Nick. Fury talked about uh, Mysterio, he referenced him coming from another dimension. So now we have to ask ourselves, has Wanda, to your point, created another dimension that her and Vision, or some form of Vision, are existing in? And does that interaction, that new dimension, can Nick Fury and Sword see what she's doing in that dimension? And will that tie into Spider-Man 3? So uh you want to talk Spider-Man 3 or you want to stick, uh just finish up anything else with WandaVision?
1: Um, we can we can we can piggyback some WandaVision because remember we did a discussion, you know, like in the NWO with you know, people's thoughts about episode one, two. And, one. and then one thing we'd like to do is we like to discuss things that go on within our group because like you have said in previous podcasts, the group is us, and we all function as one big family and group of nerds together. And, you know, and we always con- we like the contribution of our fellow members, and we like to just recognize some of the members that have questions. And, you know, I'm just going to read off some of these, what happened, uh, some of the people's responses in here. We can piggyback on that, you know, and say what your thoughts on. Uh, Sandra Demasi, hope I pronounced that name out, because just like you, we both your names. She said House of M intro. What do you think about that? You think it was a House of M intro? No. Not yet, right?
0: No, it's... I think everybody's thinking House of M, but House of M is the exact opposite of what they have to do. And House of M, she basically wished away 95% of all mutants. I, I... No, it's not going there. You don't think so? No. I feel like she is creating... Um, The idea of pocket universes, alternate realities, things of that nature. Uh, She has the ability, she may pull in um, maybe characters from alternate realities or something of that nature, but she could do that anyway. I feel like people are saying house of M, but if you look at house of M, there's no way it could be that unless you would say that she had already made all of the mutants disappear. Mm -hmm. They were already there and she's bringing them back, but You might recall in uh, Endgame, some people noticed that one of the names that was on the wall of people who had disappeared was Robert Acosta, Robert Mm -hmm. Acosta's sunspot from the New Mutants, which means it it almost means that, yes, maybe all the mutants already did exist, but it wouldn't make much sense that she had already made them disappear. Mm -hmm. So it seems like there has to be something else going on. What do you think?
1: Or what if they do the opposite, bro? And in the comics where she made them disappear, she makes them appear. And that's how they introduce the X-Men and New Mutants into into the universe. Because they have to figure out a way to incorporate it in there. And it'll be the opposite of how they introduce them. Because right now, they're just going to pop up. And be like, how do they pop up? You know what I mean? Are they going to leave it to her? But if she truly, if this WandaVision truly introduces us into Doctor Strange and Spider-Man where it introduces everything from mutants, she has to be the catalyst, you know, to make it happen. And they could be doing it differently. Because, let's look at it this way, if they had the ownership of the X-Men back then, they wouldn't have did it this way. They could have did House of the Men when she made them disappear they reappear back again.
0: Just a thought. Yeah, I just don't see it. It feels like lazy writing. Mm -hmm. And... Even though in retrospect, you are correct, the time travel aspect of game was lazy writing, it just feels like for her to blink and suddenly mutants exist, I don't see it. I feel like it's got to be much bigger than that. Uh, it's got to be something like an event that creates mutants. Uh, don't forget that they also have the Eternals movie coming, and Eternals also tie in very significantly into genetic manipulation to create super beings, which Mm -hmm. means they could go that route. I feel like her reality manipulation will be tied a lot more into just multiple dimensions. Mm -hmm. The, The only way that I would see this happening would be that they say that there's a parallel dimension where instead of having... Uh, let's say Eternals or having Inhumans, they have mutants. And then sort of like in the new version of Secret Wars, because the first Secret Wars was bomb, and second Mm -hmm. Secret Wars too was bomb. But then Marvel doing what they do, they did, oh, this is the 2000s versions of Secret Wars where all the dimensions kind of came together and sort of merged, and now there's no Ultimate Universe and there's no 616. It's just all together. I could see them doing something very similar to that, saying, Oh, we now see this dimension, we now see this dimension, and now they're all coming together and running it a la Secret Wars, the 2000s version. And that is Lazy Runnings again, my friend. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
1: So uh, she's also thinking, Do you think it could introduce, you know, Marvel villains in phase four? And you had mentioned maybe Modoc, King of the Conqueror, Doctor Doom. I'm hearing Doctor Doom for, uh, uh, Black Panther.
0: Interestingly enough, the last thing that I read related to Doctor Doom is that he's only going to be introduced in Black Panther as part of the end credits. So he will not be the villain in Black Panther too. That's just rumor. Could be Namor.
1: They name and then Doctor Doom.
0: Yes, yes, it could be Namor. As I recall, there were some sort of seismic events going on in game. Uh, they mentioned it very briefly, but I believe that was sort of a foreshadowing of Namor. And then
1: Aaron Hobbs and Summer Mickey Tooley both said there was a lot of Hydra references in there. Did you catch those?
0: A lot of Hydra references, a lot of Stark references. That is probably due to the fact that there was, those are her fractured memories. As you know, uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, at least in the MCU version, were products of Hydra experimentation. Uh, so that's probably why she has those Hydra connections.
1: Yeah. Did you notice, like, I was, I was also, um, you know, the address of their house is 2800. It's like a reference to issue 280 of the Avengers of when Jarvis almost died and came and came back to the Avengers, almost out by a billion. So that, that's like an Easter egg for that. Nice. And also they also have, uh, I'm sure you heard of her, dude, Agatha Harkness. That's her neighbor.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And so
1: she was like a powerful witch,
0: you know? Right. So. Absolutely.
1: So it makes you wonder, like, because if you watch throughout the episode, she always has that look like she's she knows what's going on, you know? But you don't know why she knows what's going on, because everyone knows it's clueless.
0: Her character is really cool, because if you go back and you watch those old 60s and 70s, like, the witch shows and I Dream of Genie, where someone had powers, there was always that neighbor or that friend that would pop in like unannounced and just be up in their business and they're trying to hide their power. So she does such a cool job with that character. I yeah. just I really like that.
1: Uh so, so Rivera said I like the whole concept of the show going from TV era to to the 50s to the 60s to the 70s. I'm sure it's going to be in the 90s and 2000s in the middle of the seasons. And I think he's right. I think that's what they're going to do. Each episode is going to time skip through d- yes. different decades and take on different TV shows that we all know. Cuz obviously like i read somewhere that they're going to do, like, you remember Family Ties? Something like a Family Ties type of thing?
0: Did you actually watch Family Ties, bro?
1: Yeah, dude. When your dad controls the remote, you remember that, dude. We all didn't have three or four different TVs in the room. He was watching it. What was am I going to watch from the plane outside?
0: I never watched Family Ties, man. It must have been opposite something else my dad wanted to watch, but I didn't watch Family Ties. But I do know <laughs> that theme song how do you know that theme song then bro dude it was on everywhere like that's one (laughs) of those shows that like friends i've never watched a full episode of friends i like tried to watch it for five minutes couldn't and but still i know i know like i'll be there for you (laughs) everybody knows that song that's how family ties was back in the day
1: mary ellen randall said it was pretty cute i feel like i got a Confirmation of one of my favorite Marvel groups joining MCU sometime in the future. I spent all night trying to figure out who's going to voice that was on the radio. To the point,
0: the voice on the radio, that was such an awesome scene Mm -hmm. because you're watching it and then it, it was just like, it was a break from reality, but the reality wasn't real. And so that just the way that whole thing stopped the entire show, that was really good.
1: Right, right. Right, I think so too, because the whole time you're trying to figure out who that guy is, right?
0: Yeah,
1: and and then you're like trying to figure out what's going on. Did you see the sword? But you knew it was coming, you know, like you said from Samuel Samuel Jackson at right. the Spider-Man Two. Right. Um. Leah J. Barnes. He says I'm loving all the theories so far. I was particularly drawn to the time on the watch. Whenever I have been, whenever I have seen an advertisement for a watch, it always says set the time. The set to set the start time, an hour such as six o'clock or three o'clock, for example, this is set to two forty-two. This is this has to be to something significant. So you know, like if you look on the day of the heart, yeah, it was for his boss. But if you look at the date, it's the day after Endgame.
0: Hmm. So was that perhaps the day that their universe started? Could be. Yeah.
1: Uh, William Pawlakie, anyone notice notice the sword logo on that toy helicopter in the Baykeeper?
0: Yeah. I I did not. I don't have a big TV. I mean, it's fifty. It's it's funny because back when I bought my fifty five inch TV, I was Mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, son, I got a fifty five inch TV." Now, fifty five inch TV is considered small. I did not see that sword logo. Thank you for pointing that out because I saw that and I started putting everything together, and I was like, "Okay, Mm -hmm. I see where they're going."
1: Charles Thompson with the TV settings kind of seems like they're in a mojo verse.
0: I really like that. Yeah. Because mojo verse. Right. Has a mutant, mm-hmm. which is my favorite character. Uh,
1: Wolverine. Long shot.
0: <laughs> That's one way that they could. I don't think it's mojo, but at yeah. the same time, the, the television setting, there's that possibility. And how awesome would it be if even if they run with the standard, Hey, we're going to go with a house of M type scenario. Mm -hmm. If they can spin off Mojo verse from that, that would be sick. I think, especially now that she's pregnant, uh, that's going to introduce her to kids who, you know, based on, uh, the comic books, they don't actually exist. Uh, Mm -hmm. they're a figment of her imagination, at least for a while later on when she bargains with, with Mephisto, they do become sentient, but mm. that does make the most sense that she would uh, wish mutants into existence, maybe to get her kids back.
1: Right. Well, that would be not lazy writing, like you had said before, be a little more depth into it. Yeah, a yeah. A little yeah. more thought into it. That sounds like a good right. thing. Um, Angelina Tiengo, I liked when they hit, had hints of red coming out.
0: I yeah, like that, too. It made me wonder, like, okay, what's going on here? How is this going to play into it? That kept me engaged and intrigued throughout right. the uh, Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness is going to be very important because it talks about time travel. Uh, it, obviously, it talks about additional dimensions. So Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man 3 are supposed to be sort of all intertwined with WandaVision multiple dimensions let's get into spider-man 3 uh, what are your thoughts on all the recent castings all the recent talk about spider-man 3
1: uh it's dope to have daredevil
0: in there
1: i think that's pretty cool i always thought that i thought out of all i don't know i kind of dig some of those stuff but daredevil was always the one that you could always count on being real good in the series on netflix and i think it's pretty cool they're keeping the same guy because he's pretty good And as far as, like, casting all those characters, you know, at first, if it wasn't, if it was Sony when it came out with Spider-Man 3, you know, they couldn't even handle, like, Sandman and Venom, you know what I mean? Together with, you know, like, the the Black Sunbury. So, you know, it just messed that up. But they've, you know, Kevin Feige's done so well with Avengers, you know, they proved that they can have, like, a big cast like that. If Kevin Feige and Marvel wasn't involved in Spider-Man 3, I think it'd be really bad. But I'm actually looking kind of forward. I know you didn't enjoy Spider-Man 2 that much. So hopefully Spider-Man 3 would be better for you.
0: I'm very hesitant going into Spider-Man 3. We have Jamie Foxx confirmed as Electro. Alfred Molina Mm -hmm. confirmed as Doc Ock. Uh, As you mentioned, Charlie Cox is going to be Daredevil. Uh, Doctor Strange is going to be in it. And at this point, there are very strong rumors that McGuire and Garfield are going to return Mm -hmm. as some form of Spider-Man. Spider Man, Mm -hmm. whatever. That's a lot. Sometimes people just try to do too much. They just they go for broke, don't quite get it. And like you said, if DC would have tried it, you'd be like, no. If Sony would try it, you'd be like, nope. We see what you already did. Uh but I feel like to your point, if anyone can pull it off, it's going to be Kevin Mm Feige and Marvel. But to me, it just it's too much. That's what I'm thinking.
1: It just in my opinion, I don't think Electro or Dark Ock or Andrew Garfield or Tony McGuire is going to be in a lot of that movie. You know what I mean? I could see them coming in like closer to like the mid, or you know, you know the mid scenes. You know that way it doesn't you don't get overdrawn with them and overshadow the Spider-Man that curtain now. And you have to wonder: is someone going to die? So they have Miles Morales. You know what I mean? Are there going to be a different uh, multiverse? Which one's going to die? Which one would you want to die if they did go that route? Andrew Garfield or Toby Maguire?
0: Well, no one likes Andrew Garfield, so that, that's easy. <laughs> but, and that's why they'll pick Toby Maguire. Because that's what Marvel <laughs> does.
1: You know what I mean? They're yeah. going to pick the one that hits you more. You know, and I can see them yeah. doing something like that, you know? Because yeah. you, you know, I, that's what I think, you know, because obviously they're not going to have... You know, Andrew Garfield is still kind of young. You could bring him back again. But I really don't see Toby
0: Maguire, you know, going back in there anytime, any soon, you know? See that's where it gets messy. Miles Morales's uncle, the shocker, mm-hmm. was in the is already in the MCU. So right. if you bring in another Miles Morales from another dimension, it's mm-hmm. like okay, but what about this guy over here? That's right. why I just feel like the way that they're going with these multiple universes, it's just not going to work. It's going to be too much. And to your point, I feel like they're going to do what The Mandalorian did here over the past like their last two episodes it was just a bunch of fan service i loved Mm it right that's all it was it was a bunch of fan service oh my god it's that one guy that Mm -hmm. always wanted to come back right oh it's electro who was the greatest villain from toby Maguire. oh it's doc ock
1: yeah
0: it's just going to be fan service it's going to be like oh i look to my right and i see this opening portal it's Mm -hmm. doc ock fighting toby Maguire. oh i look to the left it's Andrew Garfield fighting Electro. It's just going to be fan service. I don't expect too much to come out of that garbage. But if it do, but if it's done right, it could be really good. If it's not done right, I'm I'm telling everyone now, I'm going to stand up <laughs> in the movie theater post COVID, and I'm going to yell out "lazy writing." <laughs> Middle of the theater, yeah. I'm going to get kicked out. I don't care if that's how it goes down. You heard yeah. it here.
1: I, I think. Kevin Foggy knows how bad Spider Man 3 is. And you know what I mean? And I think he knows what works. And you just you know what I mean? He hasn't he hasn't really let us down. We think about it. No,
0: yeah, Spider Man 2. I mean. and, and
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you in your opinion, there's some people that like Spider Man 2. Just like there's some people that like love Wonder Woman. You ever watch those things? All these little captions, the best movie you did. I'm like, no, 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 no.
0: You know, I often look at that and I say to myself, I'm glad nobody actually watches my spoiler-free reviews because I'll (laughs) never have to lie in order to have press credentials Mm -hmm. to say a movie's good, right? Because a lot of these people who do these movie reviews and and put these things up, they're like, oh, if I say anything bad, I'm going to get banned. I won't be able to go to, like, the press releases and the -the behind-the-scenes events. Nobody's sending me to know behind-the-scenes events. So if you want to know if Wonder Woman was some hot garbage in a spoiler-free manner, tune in to the man you call (laughs) Dukes, okay? Because I am beholden to no one except the Duchess, Mm -hmm. okay? And she agreed Wonder Woman was hot garbage. So I'm always going to give you the real. It got the green
1: light for the third one, dude. And I have to wonder, we had talked this in a previous uh, podcast, was that the streaming service would help boost, you know, like, sales, you know, because how many people had subscribed to HBO Max just so they could see that? I mean, that got the
0: green light. It did. And if, yes. you, think, if, if you think about it, it got the green light like a day after the movie aired. Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, as far as at and and Warner Brothers is concerned, that's just their way to print money. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. And I can't fault them for that. I can fault no. them for making crappy movies if they have a way to print money and I'm willing to give them my monthly subscription of 9.95 in order to help them print money, then I'm the dumbass, you know? Not really. We're kind
1: of smart. We paid $9.99 and my son got to watch it for $9.99. You know what I mean? Not like 15 bucks each to watch it.
0: You know what I mean? So who's yeah. the winner now? Me. You. <laughs> Good point, bro. Good point. But I just, you know, they've got like the robert pattison batman lined up they're talking about the michael keaton batman lined up it didn't matter how bad that movie was they were Mm -hmm. just kind of they were going to make a part three anyway because they know that people are going to watch it especially with
1: marvel not putting anything out you know what i mean people are like hungry to watch like another superhero movie
0: right but marvel's starting to come on pretty strong i am really looking forward to winter soldier uh falcon and the winter soldier no? Yeah,
1: me too. Me too.
0: Marvel did it right. They had a movie in the bin, Black Widow, and they said, we're going to stop and figure out a way to make everything flow correctly instead of doing this thing where every, like, three months they're like oh no it's coming out in another three months it's coming out in another three months and then finally they threw that trash out there and it was like man this is hot garbage i feel like marvel has always had a very strategic plan and even when they have to regroup now they're ready to do it i feel like as weird as it sounds i feel like because star wars which is a disney property much like marvel because star wars is like at this hot point right now the MCU has to elevate its game because I feel like MCU and Star Wars are kind of like siblings. Each one wants to outdo the other. And that's where they're at right now where you know they're, they're starting to really get their momentum with the streaming service and they're just both going to take off now. So one more thing I want to talk about with Marvel is uh, it was recently announced that Oscar Isaac is going to be Moon Knight. Now, at first glance, Moon Knight... Who cares? I think I picked up one Moon Knight comic in all the years that I've been reading comic books. However, people have always been really hyped on the concept of Moon Knight. Because it's one of those things where at some point, a superhero jumping back and forth between multiple identities would start to lose their sanity. And that's what happened with Moon Knight. And that's what makes him such an interesting character. Uh, Some people call him Marvel's Batman. And yeah, that is true. But the complexity in the character with the mental condition, with the multiple personalities, with the schizophrenia, that is where Oscar Isaac can dig really deep.
1: I, I mean, I enjoyed him in Star Wars. I think he'd be good at it. But, you know, One thing I love about Marvel is like, dude, have you ever purchased anything with Moon Knight unless it had to do something to do with a crossover?
0: It was a Punisher crossover. You're right.
1: So you you know what I mean? So it's like Marvel does really good about taking characters you and I would never go buy a comic about and making them really big, you know, uh, on the movie screen, which I think. Ties into a lot of them, Don't they don't have the ownership of them to do the movie, so they they, they work. That just goes to show you, man, if you really want it, you can grind it out. And it doesn't really have to be movies or anything, but if you really want to do something with what you've got, that's a true testament in life. You can get whatever you want. I mean, if, he, if you can make the Marvel Universe piggyback off of Iron Man, you can do anything, dude. I don't think you and I ever bought an Iron Man comic, bro, let alone an Avenger comic. We were full on X Men comics all the way, X-Men and the only reason the we bought the only reason we bought Avengers is like you know we, we said before crossovers that's it.
0: If there was an Avengers crossover with the X Men, if I had to buy the Avengers comic book even if the X Men were in it, I wasn't doing it. Yeah. If the if the Avengers happened to be in the X Men comic book, I was buying. Cool. Yeah. But otherwise, no. I was not trying to hang out with the Avengers. Marvel MCU now has ownership of all the Fox properties so the fantastic mm-hmm. Four right big property uh, oh, right uh, all the exactly all the X-Men properties but they're still going to the more obscure characters mm-hmm. that really speaks to their ability to continue to build universes instead of relying on flagship characters where they just know like hey people are gonna watch this no matter what. You know, Mm -hmm. they want to make sure they put out some really solid, well-written product. Oscar Isaacs, interestingly enough, he was Apocalypse in the X-Men movie, which I kind of realized, but, you know, it didn't really come to me. Uh, Clearly, he has also been Poe Dameron. So those were very different characters. And I think that he's going to do a really good job of being able to display the multiple personalities because there's the main Mark Spector character, but then there's also a uh, uh, Jake uh, Loxy character, as well as Stephen Grant, who are two of his other uh, personalities. Yeah, Dude, there's... I'm
1: still tripping. He was like freaking Apocalypse, bro. I never knew that. Oh, I was like, this guy sucks. I think because yeah. the way they made him look, bro. Because, you know, like when we, I remember us buying the comic, dude, like Apocalypse was just dope, dude. Yeah,
0: Apocalypse like... just wreck everything.
1: I just didn't get that watching that movie. I mean, it was the better of the three, I think it was, the last time we talked about it. Yeah. Um. Dang, I didn't know he played it all. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, First Class is my favorite, but then I'm yeah. better on how they treated Psylocke. So, you know. Just-
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, Psylocke always gets jacked up, bro. Or Not in the comics now, though. you know. I don't know. They're running out of ideas, man. On an X-Men combo, I was like, now he's a villain? And he killed a bunch of people, and now he's a good guy again? i must yeah. have missed a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think they could make Colossus so much better. I mean, Derek, I mean, he sucked until Deadpool. You know, Deadpool made him oh yeah better. Yeah. But, dude, he's always been dope, dude. Like, I like. explained to you, uh, who do you think Marvel needs to bring in X-Men and make him dope, dude? All right? Here, we already said... Cyclops, because they always every X movie he always gets Jack right. Mm -hmm. Wolverine, they tend to always make dope, so you know he's going to be dope. We agree on Colossus, he needs to be dope, right? Yeah. What about what about Archangel?
0: Dope in the comics, dude. Oh yeah, he was. was I I remember when he became, you know, when Angel became Archangel. I was like, whoa, this is sick.
1: Yeah, 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 dude. It was dope, dude. I, I was just like, he was so much better, so much more of a, like, uh, anti-hero kind of, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, of course, they, I thought Nightcrawler and X-Men 2 was dope, but just imagine what they could do now with a, a
0: Nightcrawler. Was Nightcrawler in Phoenix? The- yeah, he he wasn't really good, and it was only, like, I
1: think it was only X-Men 2, X-Men two United. And you know that opening scene where he was
0: just trying to kill the president? Yeah. Yeah, that that. was
1: like a dope scene, dude. Like, I couldn't imagine what Marvel could do with him now.
0: So that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. Joe, what final words do you have for the 23,000 strong members of the Nerd World Order community?
1: Uh, I just want to say thanks and let us know what you guys think about incorporating discussions to the podcast. Uh, I would love to do shout outs and you know, let you guys know that we, we do see your comments and we want to acknowledge it. And this is our way of acknowledging your comments and discussions you know, through our podcast. Let us know if you want us to keep doing it. If you want us to keep doing it, we'd be more than willing to do it. The, the group couldn't function without all of you. admins, Chance, West, Crystal, Liz, Carrie, Alfonso, hope you get better
0: with the COVID. Until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am in WO. We are in WO. And let your nerd flag fly.
1: Booyah!